Well, it's time now for a look at the world's business news. And we're starting with OPEC and its allies' decision to cut production of oil starting in November. And this in order to drive up prices. Charles Pellegrin, our business editor, is on set with more. Hi, Aaron. Absolutely. Uh, the alliance led by Saudi Arabia and Russia uh, unleashing yet another shock uh, on the world economy. Now, they agreed to, to cut production by 2 million barrels a day starting next month. This will drive prices up further. They are already rising as we speak. The Brent Crude and West Texas Intermediate both uh, climbing back up after the first reports on these production cuts came out. Uh, we can see the Brent Crude over $93.42 uh, a barrel and the West Texas Intermediate over $87.75. Uh, Don't mind the day-to-day -day, uh, variation here. Uh, over the week, it is definitely much higher uh, than it was. Other uh, factors uh, could play a part in driving up energy inflation as well as overall inflation. We've got further sanctions against Russian oil slated for the end of the year, including a price cap which would lead Moscow to cut supply to any country participating in this initiative. There are also more structural issues which diminish the market's ability to get to lower prices. For instance, years of underinvestment in production capacity which further limits supply. In order uh, to dampen prices, the White House ordered another dip into the country's strategic petroleum reserve, with 10 million barrels set to be put on the market next month. Well, Jean-Emile Jamin and Natasha Milray have more on why the alliance made this decision to cut supply. The decision was to be expected, but not at these proportions. On Wednesday, the Saudi-led OPEC group announced plans to reduce oil production by 2 million barrels per day from November, from the 79 million barrels produced worldwide. Over the past several weeks, OPEC plus countries, which include 23 of the world's major oil powers, have not held back their concerns about the fall in prices against the backdrop of the global economic slowdown. Since the summer, the price of a barrel of Brent crude has depreciated below the symbolic $100 per barrel mark. The reason of OPEC is the following. If we go towards a recession, it means that the world will consume less oil. Because the world economy will be in recession. It's better to be proactive and to start reducing production now to avoid a possible fall in prices in the future. It's a decision that has the White House concerned, with record inflation already inflicting severe damage on Joe Biden's standing this year. OPEC's latest move now serves to ignore both efforts at isolating Moscow and desperate attempts to hold down fuel prices ahead of the U.S. midterm elections. For Russia, on the other hand, it's promising news. The world's second largest oil producer continues to sell its black gold to many countries, despite the international sanctions linked to the war in Ukraine. This taking place as uh, France is dealing with its own issues with access to fuel, a combination of strikes at some of Total Energy's refineries in the country, and the fact that people have been rushing to service stations in order to take advantage of a rebate offered by the French energy giant means many stations are currently experiencing fuel shortages. Cars sometimes line up for hours for the chance of getting some gas, and in some areas, bus companies have been unable to make their school runs. Take a listen. 
This isn't a shortage. The fuel that usually comes from French refineries is coming from elsewhere, sometimes on ships. So the process of getting fuel to service stations is now more complicated. The bus companies are telling us that if they don't get supplies this weekend, about half of all transport won't be available on Monday. In the wider context of an energy and cost of living crisis to make up for the rise in gas and electricity prices and to avoid any cuts or blackouts over the winter months, the French government is presenting this Thursday its, quote, energy frugality plan or sobriety plan, as it's called here. This will include financial support for carpooling or working from home, uh, the objective being to reduce energy consumption by 10% over the next two years. And let's have a look at the stock markets now. We're uh, seeing mixed trading in the Asia-Pacific uh, region this uh, session uh, with the, the Hang Seng in Hong Kong uh, dipping below uh, 0% and the Nikkei in Tokyo, though, uh, rising almost by uh, a percent. The Kospi in Seoul up by uh, 1.5%. The Shanghai Composite still closed because of a week-long national holiday. And uh, let's end by returning to one of the ongoing sagas that we're following in the business world here. Elon Musk's on-again, off-again relationship with uh, Twitter after announcing he was renewing his original offer to buy the so social media platform for $44 billion earlier this week. The two sides are trying to iron out the details. The Wall Street Journal reporting that they are at odds, though, over questions of financing and dropping litigation. In the meantime, uh, the deposition, deposition Elon Musk was supposed to make this Thursday in Austin ahead of his trial over whether or not he can walk away from the deal has been delayed. Uh, Aaron, we'll uh, keep following that Twitter thread for you. Certainly fall from over, far from over, Charles Pellegrin. Thank you very much.